Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello. This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Hobbs and Shaw. This is a spinoff from the Fast and Furious series, which brings together the characters of Luke Hobbs, played by Dwayne Johnson, and Deckard Shaw, played by Jason Statham, for their own standalone caper. The IMDb plot summary for this movie reads, Lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance when a cyber-genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. <laughs> yes! Hard to even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I mean, these movies have really kind of evolved from just, you know, a simple street racing tale. Yeah. To, like, James Bond. I mean, they're going after, like, cyber terrorists. Yeah. it's. I mean, they've really scaled it up for this series. But this this movie currently has a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. It opened this past weekend to about $60 million, uh, which is uh, about in line with expectations. These movies tend to play big internationally. Uh, so that's probably where most of its coin is going to come from. This movie was not cheap. Yeah, I heard it cost somewhere in the neighborhood of like $360 million. Holy sh... That's, that's all in. Like production, marketing, distribution... Uh, that's about the norm these days for like like if you're trying to like like open Get, big yeah. on a global scale if you want like global domination you need like at least two to three hundred million <laughs> i mean that's what these movies are after yeah like, i mean they're chasing a billion so you need at least two to three hundred to get going so this movie, it needs to sell a whole lot of tickets to be considered a success, which it probably will. It's probably in good shape. I think shape. so. Uh, so, yeah. So before we, we talk about this one, let's just kind of go back, talk about the Fast and Furious series in general. I don't even know. I mean, if you compare this movie to like the very first one, they have very little in common with each other. They barely resemble one another. Well, I mean, the first one, I mean, the special effects were real. I mean, they practical. were Yeah, it was real effects. cars getting smashed. It, it, I mean, now they're all doing it in front of green screens. Whereas Heavy. before, I feel like they were doing it on location, really had to drive. At least that first one. I mean, I rewatched yeah. it. It holds up with all the car stunts going on. Yeah. All done practically. It's it's well paced. It's a pretty good action film. Well, and I like the story overall. You well, they're know, in the, it's in about the hustling one. DVD players. <laughs> that's what they're smuggling. You in the in the semis? Yeah, that's what's in the semis. DVD players. <laughs> so it's a little dated in that respect. Oh yeah, that's I mean, a little dated. N- now yeah, now they have like hackers on the team, and yeah. it's about like cyber terrorism. <laughs> The ones that I really didn't like, I mean, I love Tokyo Drift. You love that one? Well, I love... The Bow Wow and Lucas Black? No, I, I like the lead. Lucas Black? No, the Asian lead. Han. Han. That movie introduced Han, that's right. Give me some Han. <laughs> <laughs> These movies also they well, introduced I mean, us no, to Gal Gadot. That, that was that was the only one that I enjoyed. The char- um, that that's the only character I enjoyed from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, more than Bow Wow. Yeah, I'm sure. But then they got the crew back together. Yeah, once they took Vin Diesel out of the movies, I believe it was like three movies that they took him out, or he wasn't it was Tokyo like, Drift. And... Well, he came in the last part of Tokyo Drift. Sure, but Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. He was out of. Yeah. And that's when they introduced Tyrese. Sure. And Luda. 
And Luda, oh my God, yes. He plays a guy named Tej in this series. What I mean, what does he even do in this series? He's what, a, he, Luda? Yeah. Luda's the hacker. He's a hacker. Yeah. There's also another hacker at some point. They get Ramsey. Well, yeah, that's the girl. Okay. So th- this team has two hackers? Yeah. All right. Well, Ramsey doesn't come in until later. I know. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Because she's the one that designed the eye. That's right. That all happens. <laughs> Do you have a favorite of the series, would you say? Mm-hmm. I, I know what, what mine is. I would say probably when they came back together. The first movie when they all came back together. In Brazil. You're thinking of Fast Five. Yeah. That one introduced The Rock. Yeah. As Luke Hobbs. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. as well. Yeah. But it brings in everybody together. True. And Gal Gadot, which I really like. Yeah, it really was like an Ocean's Eleven style like ensemble yes. heist movie with a big yes. action. And yes. it was awesome. That movie was awesome. You know, I'm a big fan of Paul Walker. R.I.P. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx, yeah. Uh, yeah, died tragically um, while filming Furious 7. And then well, they... he didn't die while filming. He died when he was on a break while filming. That's right. They were... I mean, he did <laughs> yeah, die. I didn't, I didn't mean on set. He did yeah. die in a... Fury crash and a Porsche in the middle of production. Yeah, in the middle of awful. In the middle of production. Yeah, he was out on his own and he died tragically. And so they filled in with you know combination of you know his brother filling in with a stunt double and kind of like digital uh, trickery. That that song always makes me cry or makes me tear up. Was Khalifa? Oh my god! (laughs) See you again. I don't. Like, that song just, like, hits you. They did a good job sending him off, for sure. They did a real good job. job. Surprisingly good in that film. And just had him kind of get out of life and kind of live happily ever after with his kids. They just, yeah, they kind of go their their separate paths. The road kind of diverges, and they just go their separate ways. And it was beautifully done. Yeah. Especially for these types of movies. I know. It was was surprisingly tender and poetic. That's kind of like the perfect ending. But then they made Fate of the Furious. Did you like that one? That one had Charlize Theron as no, uh, some, some kind of... No, I wasn't a big fan <laughs> of her. She's playing Cypher? Is yeah. that a character? <laughs> yeah. What? I wasn't Throwing a big a... fan of that movie. No. But then it introduced Vin Diesel as a baby. So... I mean, it's... it's Yeah, it was ridiculous, that movie. They, she gets him to turn against the team yeah, because she's holding his baby and baby mama hostage. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. At some point, they end up on a submarine. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're in agreement. Yeah, Fast Five is great, and Fury 7 was uh, was pretty good. Um, for the most part, it's fun. They're all just kind of over-the-top action. Well, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you're not going to these movies for, like, the acting abilities. No. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah, be it's, it's real. Action. You're going cars, for TNA cars sure. and you know some some action. Lots of it. Well, I mean, you know, you have all the the camera angles all up the the girls' butts. It's like, um, yeah, yeah. An, an obligatory scene. At this it, point. it is like when, you're, they, when we're transitioning yeah, locations, got to get like, up the oh, ass. We got you know. As soon as they get to the car scene, it's all like the hoochie mamas. I'm surprised they're still doing it. <laughs> you think like at some point they're like, okay, we don't need that this time, but they do it. Well, I think I think Vin wants to do like what an even ten, and then he's out. Hopefully, yeah, they're definitely doing nine right now, and that's bringing back Charlize and Helen Mirren, <laughs> pretty much everyone but 
The Rock. <laughs> well, that's because Vin Diesel and The Rock do not get along. Apparently, it was because of this movie. I think during the production of Fate of the Furious, apparently, you know, the producers saw that The Rock and Jason Statham, they had some chemistry going yeah. on, and they wanted to kind of spin that off into their own thing. And once Vin caught wind of that, he apparently re- refused to show up for set one day. <laughs> Um, I mean, these are rumors. I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't know. This is what I hear. But yeah, apparently that feud was uh, kind of a result of this. And I mean, that is what it is. But uh, Vin Diesel's not in this movie. But is Jason Statham in this coming up movie? I don't think so. Uh, Well, Vin Diesel now wears the big, big boy pants in these movies. He's well, yeah, he's one of the main producers for sure. And it's weird. Like Jason Statham, he was a bad guy. At one point, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like, definitely a bad guy, like the main heavy. Yeah. And, um... And he, they turned him to be good. Right. Well, By mean, the end I, of it, I, isn't he, like, drinking beers with, with the crew? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. He he killed Han, right? He did. He that's, killed Han. That's why he's, yeah, set up as a big villain. Yeah. I guess he's just too much of a badass to let go. You got to keep him around. Yeah. Pay him money. Well, Gal Gadot got, uh, got killed, too. Ugh, yeah, they should have kept her. I know. Man. But they probably can't afford her now. Well, no. Yeah. It'd be great if she was still there. Right? Like Wonder Woman as part of the team. Seriously. I'd be all for it. Okay, so let's yeah, let's talk about Hobbs and Shaw. This movie, it opens up with uh, a group of MI6 agents trying to retrieve a virus from a terrorist organization called Etienne. They come in contact with an operative named Brixton who's played here by Idris Elba. Love him. He makes a really good villain. He does it a lot. He plays the villain a whole lot. Um, Yeah, he has a lot of Because he's got the charisma to play the villain. And to to play a good villain, you have to have charisma. Like, you know, I think Loki has got great charisma. Tom Hiddleston's got great charisma to be the villain. And that's going to be fun. Even... uh, Idris Elba, he was the villain in the Jungle Book. He was yeah. Shere Khan. Yeah. I mean, when you even just a villainous voice, <laughs> you call him in. Uh, but he here he's playing a guy named Brixton, and Brixton has cybernetic implants that allow. Yeah, his whole spine is um, a robot, pretty much. At one point, yeah, we do see kind of cool, like his yeah, that is pretty back, like yeah. his back being sewn up, and yeah, his spine is like robotic. Yeah. Apparently, he was trying to recruit um, Deckard Shaw. Yeah, Jason Statham to Etienne. And then that's when he went off the reserve. Correct. And I guess Jason Statham, Shaw, he like puts a bullet in his head. Yeah. And just leaves him for dead. Yeah. And then Etienne builds him back up again. And Shaw, I mean, like Hobbs and Shaw, like Hobbs, like I know him, he's a federal agent. And uh, Shaw, he's a former British special forces assassin turned mercenary. <laughs> yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. He's former MI6. Okay. All right. It's it's just convoluted. At and this then point. when they, w- the MI6 team that goes and tries to get this virus, you know, there's a, a, MI, a MI6 officer who injects the virus in herself. That character, yeah, that's Hattie Shaw. She's played by Vanessa Kirby. I love her. She's fun in this. She was in Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. I, yeah, who should I say she should play with? Natalie Dormer. Yes. 
You want to see them that, like in a like a kick-ass. I do. Type I want to see yeah. them in like a kick-ass movie. I think that'd be really really fun. Sign me they, up. Like they should have been like the fucking Charlie's Angels versus what's getting ready to <laughs> pop in our. I'm with yeah. I'm for that. Right. I'm for the, I, yeah. Like, I'd be for that. That should have been the Charlie's Angels versus what we're getting. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll have to Anywho. see. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And so then, yeah, Vanessa Kirby, she's Hattie Shaw. She injects this virus into herself as a dormant carrier before escaping. Yeah. And so then we kind of reintroduce Hobbs and Shaw. We get this kind of like split screen montage where we're setting them up. Kind of humorous. And um, Deckard Shaw, you know, Jason Statham, he's Hattie's brother. Yep. And both he and Hobbs, they're brought in to find Hattie and extract the virus. And yes. so the rest of the film is basically a series of standoffs and double crosses where Brixton, he's trying to get the virus. They're trying to protect her. And uh, this virus, it's nicknamed Snowflake. Yeah. Might as well just nickname it MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's the bulk of the film. The plot is mainly just a clothesline to hang elaborate, over-the-top action scenes on. Yeah, so I really, I love, like, the chemistry between Hobbs and Shaw. They really um, have some, yeah. I, I mean, this is a little different than the Fast and the Furious movies as far as they don't have... I mean, there's cars in it, but not like you would think. I mean, these cars are junker cars that are in it, and it's at the end where... You know, they have an excuse. The production has an excuse to fly to Hawaii. Right. And that's, um, yeah, at the end we get yeah. it. We, we meet. We get the final showdown. Uh, yeah, we meet Hobbs' family towards the end. That's not really a spoiler. And yeah, there's a big battle in Samoa. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, what, what did you think of this film overall? I thought it was good fun. I mean, obviously, you know, like I said, you go to these movies and you expect a certain thing. You're not going to be expecting you know, fantastic acting. I mean, even though the acting was pretty good because they had great, great actors. Well, yeah, two movie stars doing their thing. Yeah. It's tailored to their, their strengths. It is tailored to their strengths. 100%. I mean, they're not, you're not going to see them tear up or cry or anything like that. No. Could, could The Rock do it? Like, like mm-hmm. low-key drama where he's like crying? I in don't a, know. In a, like a shack? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that, I don't think that's his strengths. I love Dwayne Johnson and I love Jason Statham. I mean, are you a Statham fan? I am. You didn't see the Meg last year where he fights like a giant shark. No, because I don't like I don't like like sharks or alligator movies. (laughs) You don't like like, water creatures attacking sort of. Nope, (laughs) not for you. Jaws ruined that for me. (laughs) Jaws also ruined the beach for me. Really? Yeah. And you grew up in Florida. I did. So that's yeah, that's that's not good. I'm a pool girl. I've got to see. <laughs> I got to see what's in in the water surrounding me. I hear you. Yeah. If I can't see the bottom, if I can't see my feet, there's no way. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything you didn't like about this? I mean, anything that didn't work for you? Not really. I mean, I really love Helen Mirren. <laughs> She shows up. I think she's awesome. Yeah. She's in jail. I guess from the the, events of Fate of the Furious. Yeah. She wants to get her daughter and son back together. Apparently, they're not talking. And so she's always pushing Jason to come with his sister. That sort of pays off at the end, right? He does bring her at the end. Yeah. So there's a bit of like a family reunion. Yeah. There's a focus on family. I guess that's a Fast and and Furious thing. And then they bring in dynamite and a cake. I mean, just keeping it true to character. Yeah. Some C4. (laughs) You got to... This movie's pretty long. I mean, did you feel like it was too long or did it drag at all? I mean, it's like two hours, 15 minutes. 
I guess they could have cut it down. Yeah. I feel they like... They could have cut it down to under two hours. Yeah. There used to be a time where we're like, we would do this kind of thing under two hours. <laughs> but yeah. now it's like, we're just, we're adding in a whole bunch of shit and just trying to like continually top ourselves. And so it runs long. I wouldn't say it's boring though. No, it's not. I definitely not. I mean, compared to like the crap that's minutes. been out in the theaters lately, this was like a pleasant surprise. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's bad when you're talking about like a Fast and Furious yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pleasant surprise. Uh, but no, I'm I'm with you. This this movie is fun. I mean, it's just been it's been advertised as an over the top action movie, and that's what it is. Yeah, it's just it, from the first scene, it's having fun, and the movie it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It kind of has a tongue in cheek attitude, which helps. Yeah, there's yeah, there's just some nuts action. There all, is a lot all of throughout. Nuts action. It's pretty nuts, and, and, and I and I appreciate and, that. And some Samoa dancing. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, he gets shirtless, like oiled up shirtless by the end, right? Hey, ladies. <laughs> I mean, as a guy, I appreciate that. I mean, he's uh, he's in good form, yeah. this guy. Um, and like you said, both actors, they have a lot of chemistry. And yeah. that that really powers a, a lot of this. And Idris Alba, I mean, he is the black Superman. I enjoy- That's one of his lines. That is one yeah. of his lines. I love it. I heard like- they wanted him to say, like, I'm the black James Bond. But because he like He's a, he might actually be the right. James he didn't want to say it. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't know. If that's true. But yeah, I guess one one little issue that I had been like a little like hey like a hit me a up. little wink wink. Yeah, this movie has a lot of kind of like wink wink moments. Uh, you know, it's from uh, director David Leach, who directed Deadpool two. He did Atomic Blonde. Uh, so yeah, the action definitely delivers, and there's a lot of humor. The movie's just kind of a light fun watch it, it, it this is definitely worth going to see the in the theaters in my opinion for sure yeah i mean the action yeah. you want to see it you know i'll say this there's a lot of cg in the action and that's you know i'm more of like a practical guy we were talking about the first mm-hmm. fast and furious and yeah. when i rewatch it that's one of the reasons it holds up it's all practical very believable some of the stuff that happens in here i mean we're like tying trucks to helicopters <laughs> at one point we're like jumping out of buildings and using people as cushions yeah <laughs> it's it's nuts, and there's a there's a lot of green screen here, and a lot of a lot of pixels going on. Uh, but I'll I'll say like you know if you, you were to compare this to like the action of like a John Woo or Tony Scott movie, it's a cartoon. It pales in comparison. But if you're comparing it to like your average Marvel movie, it's next level. Or, <laughs> it's, or that, that's com- where the kind of the bar is. To the most recent Fast and the Furious movies, I mean it holds up. Yeah, yeah, it's on that level. I would say the action here is a little better than some of the recent ones but i still prefer practical you know give me some i mean it, write a write a sequence that you can film in camera yeah <laughs> like where you don't have to break out like the computers and green screen and the big guns that's yeah that's a minor <laughs> that's a minor nitpick uh another little nitpick i had and i think most people won't even notice or care every time there is an action moment or like a fight breaks out I feel like we get this kind of like loud guitar, like fart rock on the soundtrack. Just like a guitar, like an electric guitar, just farting out some some tunes. I I didn't even notice that. <laughs> exactly. Some yeah. Fart for, rock. I feel like a couple action scenes you can play them silently, which is sound effects, and it's it's even more intense. We don't need like heavy metal like guitar strings on, on the soundtrack every time a fight breaks out. I had the same problem with the first John Wick. Which David Leach was a co-director on, so maybe that's the thing with David Leach. He yeah. likes he likes he his likes heavy that. metal shit. Yeah, uh, 
<laughs> hey, that put it to his, uh, you know, signature in his movies. <laughs> Bad music. That that's his signature. And that could be it. <laughs> He's good with stunt work and action choreography. I mean, this guy's good. He, I mean, he has a background as a stunt man. He's, he's like, he's one of the top action directors right now. So let's um, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll we'll get into spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw. Sounds good. All right, we're back. We're gonna get into some spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw. There's not really a whole lot to spoil here in terms of plot. Yeah. I mean, the good guys win. Duh. It ends with a pretty cool fight. Yeah, I mean that, that fight was pretty cool. Idris Alba. I mean, well, he has this. <laughs> He has um, this ability because he's like a he's cybernetically enhanced. He can predict people's moves yeah. when they throw a punch, and so that makes him when he's fighting them one on one. That makes him kind of unbeatable. This movie is like science fiction. <laughs> yeah, if we're being but, honest, there's some science but fiction touches. That doesn't, you know, Hobbs and Shaw team up together and when he's stop. fighting both. Yeah, it makes him vulnerable to one. Yep. Uh, when he's predicting yeah, the other. Yeah, one will take the punch, and then the other will... I guess I appreciated, yeah, that, like, the climactic fight, I mean, there was some real the choreography put into that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and it wasn't On just... On the rocks or in, like... The, in the, the pouring rain, yeah. I think. It was pretty, yeah, pretty stylish, uh, well choreographed. Uh, it wasn't just, like, a throwaway moment. And yeah. I, I mean, I like that. The good guys win, yeah. right? They beat his ass, they throw him over a cliff. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, they kill him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, oh, no, um, they don't kill him. What happens? Etienne does. Etienne, they're, um, this is just computer voice, yeah. basically, uh, that he's working for. And that's one thing that, I guess another little nitpick is his motivation isn't really clear, is it? Like, why does he want this virus? This why does vi- Etienne this, want this, this virus? This virus will weed out the weak and just keep the strong. Like natural selection yeah. sort of thing? <laughs> Yeah, but why do they want to do that? And the virus is is genetically like modifying itself to the weak. Okay, is this like a Thanos type deal? Like thin out the crowds? Yeah, that's that's like a trend. That's going like villains who just want to like do mass genocide. I think that's a secret that everybody has in their head, but (laughs) don't want to really admit to themselves. So that's what they want to do. Just kill half the population. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, there you go. That solves climate change. I guess it does. Yeah. <laughs> Less competition. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's let's get some infinity stones. Yeah. What let's do you say? Do it. So just kidding. <laughs> you know, in this movie it was uh, the the surprise in this movie actually comes from the cameos. Yeah, there's two big cameos. I guess from a listers. Yeah. The first it, one we it's get Ryan Reynolds. You're a fan of Ryan. Of course. I married you, didn't I? <laughs> you're you're my I'm not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but you kinda look like him. So Well that's nice of you to say. So uh, yeah, he's he's in this. He has kind of an extended cameo and I guess I liked how they reveal him just kind of matter of fact, like there's no build up. It's just here's this character and this is who's playing him happens to be ryan reynolds yeah that's he, that. he's like the handler he's like he's like hobbs is like cia handler he's kind of setting up some exposition yeah here. and he'll he'll probably be coming back for the next film they kind of set that up yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the guy's name is Locke, agent Locke. yeah and he considers himself uh, like bffs <laughs> with agent Hobbs. i mean it's but funny. Ho- hobbs doesn't think he's bff but yeah Locke does 
It's funny. I mean, he's playing this kind of funny. And it's, again, this is just like your standard exposition dump. But when you have actors like this, it's fun. Yeah. And so, yeah, the movie all throughout is kind of having fun, uh, just kind of like tweaking cliches throughout. And then the second cameo we get, it's kind of, I mean, kind of a funny lead up. Like they're, Hobbs and Shaw, they're about to like break out. It's like a fist fight on the airplane. And then... The guy in front of them turns around, happens to be an air marshal, and it's played by Kevin Hart. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of breaks up the fight. I mean, Kevin... <laughs> Kevin Hart, man. He's, what is he? I love him. I mean, I, I enjoy Kevin Hart as well, but, you know, stuff like that scene, I mean, what is going on in that scene? Scenes like that kind of pad this out over two hours, where you just have a lot of, like, riffing and ad-libbing. I don't even know what's going on in that scene. Well, yeah, I think they're just calling each other out. I mean, this is, you know, they point out, I think, Kevin Hart as an air marshal. Kevin Hart points both of them out as MI6. Kevin Hart considers himself a badass, I guess. He does. He wants to play with the big boys. And he, I mean, being an air marshal isn't exciting for him. Um, So he offers his services and his help to Hobbs and Shaw if they've ever needed it. He as does, far as like air support. He does help at the end, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. He provides... The helicopter? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. And so, yeah. So now you technically have like Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds as part of the Fast and Furious universe. There you go. If you wanted to bring them in. So Ryan Reynolds was brought in probably because of his relationship with Deadpool 2. Yeah, that's that director. Deadpool connection. Yeah, And then... Kevin Hart was pull, is pulled in because of every movie they make now. Yeah, has to be together. They're buddies. BFFs. What's the ne- What's the next movie that they're Jumanji in? Jumanji two. Jumanji. They did. Oh my god! I think this is Jumanji two looks hilarious. Yeah. You know. <laughs> they, yeah, they also did Central Intelligence together. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've. I mean, they like each other, clearly. and they, I mean, they're funny together. Well, so probably uh, Dwayne Johnson asked Kevin Hart to make a cameo. Do a favor. I wonder how much you get paid for like doing a favor. Because I'm sure like Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart... They got paid for that. Yeah. It wasn't a favor. I mean... So it's... Yeah. Like, I mean, that's... I'll a, scratch your back, you scratch mine. That's a nice... Yeah, favor where you're getting paid a lot of money for. Probably get paid. In the hundred. In the hundred. Hundred. In the hundred. Yeah. Thousands, yeah. Probably. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, the movie, it, yeah, climaxes at Luke Hobbs, his home base. We, we do meet, he has like an estranged brother. Yeah. They have this rocky relationship that, you know, of course they, they patch up. And uh, at least to this big showdown, pretty spectacular. They refuse to like use guns. Yeah. Right. And so they're using like uh, brute force and, and like, paddles, I think. And old school, like, like wood planks, maces. Maces, like, okay. Big, huge, like. It's pretty cool. Maces, sledgehammers. Well, because they're able to cut off all the, the gun technology with the hack. Exactly, yeah, because everything's got to be super high tech. Yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I mean, putting the guns down, you know, for a big action movie like this um, that does kind of glorify guns, put them down for the climax and the heroes still win. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good message. And yeah, typical of Fast and Furious. There's you, a focus on family. There is a focus on family. That's true. The Both typical Fast and Furious. The Shaws yeah. and Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, all about family. So do you think that this movie is a good date night movie? Yeah. I do too. It was fun. It was fun. There's sexy men in it. <laughs> there's stuff for, for, yeah, men and ladies. Yeah. There's not, you know, there's not like... Not really love scenes or like 
it's love like a, interest. There's not a whole lot to chew on afterwards. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's a movie that kind of works in the moment. Yeah. It's exciting. It's funny. Uh, what grade would you give it? I'll give it a B. I'm with you. That's Hobbs and Shaw, directed by David Leach. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can also email us at datenightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye.